This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 22. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. This is episode 22 and already we've got our first repeat question, which is fantastic. Or I should say repeat questioner. Not repeat question, because that would be silly. But we've got our first person who's called back with their second question, which is great because it shows me that there is at least one person out there who's listening to the podcast and would like to hear more from me. So that's, that's yeah, on a personal level, that's that's really great. The show notes for this episode, as ever, you can find them over at IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash episode 22. And whilst you're on the website, why don't you pick up a copy of my free ebook? It's all about the 10 best apps and websites for language learners it's the it's the websites and the apps that have literally changed my life when it comes to to language learning i highly recommend that you check them out uh it's free the guide's completely free you can just uh, head over to the main to the home page when you're on the site and then there's a there's a form there where you can you can sign up to the mailing list and get that copy of the guide i know it will be really useful for you guys so let's get to today's question from isabel Hi Ollie, it's Isabel from London. Thank you so much for the podcast. I've really been loving it. Um, I've taken on board all your advice about speaking practice and how important that is, and I'm now having fairly regular sessions with a Chinese friend to improve my spoken Mandarin. Um, she similarly asked me to help her out with her English, which I'd love to do and um, help her as best as I can, but I'm not really sure how. So do you have any tips on how best to go about that kind of thing? Thank you. Isabel, thank you so much for your question. And firstly, congratulations on taking the initiative to go out there and start speaking Mandarin. Um, it's again, it's like it's something that so many people just avoid doing or or, or or delay doing for whatever reason. And I'm sure it's not easy because it never is, but it's the first step towards really becoming confident in a language. So good job on getting out there and speaking. Thanks also for your question. And you left a question in uh, in episode 18. And so in episode 18, Isabel asked about fluency and when do you consider yourself to be fluent in a new language? So I can see the connection here as well between all these different things that you're asking. But today's question is all about your friend, your friend from China and how you can best help her with her English. Now, it's kind of difficult to answer this because it really depends on her English and where she's at, what her level's like, um, because the the way that you're going to best help her will very much depend on her own level of English. So the first thing I'm going to do is refer you to an article I wrote um, a few months ago called the uh, called 19 Quick Changes You Can Make Today to Make Yourself a Better Language Teacher. And it's kind of a long title, but the, but it does cover a lot of these things. And it, especially for those of you who are, who might be language teachers or who help someone else learn a language there's a lot of very kind of quick actionable ideas in that article that will really help you and you can find all of those in the show notes which are at iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 22 now how can you best help your friend well like i said it depends on the level that she's at and her strengths and weaknesses um but more importantly what she actually needs so for example is she a beginner and perhaps too shy to speak? Is she at a more intermediate level, but perhaps has quite a strong accent? Is she more advanced and maybe 
she's at university and what she needs more than anything is to actually be able to take notes in lectures. You see, so lots of different possible situations and the way that you approach helping someone with their language learning uh, starts with establishing what their needs are. And in, in, the, in, the, in the business, you call this a needs analysis. But you don't have to get too formal with this because it, it, to a certain extent, it's common sense. But it does help to ask a couple of questions to really establish that because, you know, you might think, oh, well, she needs help with this. But there's probably something else going on in her head. And usually we all tell ourselves these stories inside our heads and we tell ourselves, oh, I really need this. So it's really important to actually just have a little conversation about what she needs so that you can just find a bit of common ground and make sure you're kind of working on the same page. So here are the two questions I'd ask her. First of all, I'd ask her, what frustrates you the most about your English? Very simple. What frustrates you the most about your English? And you know, what, whatever she answers, you can be sure that that's a kind of particular pain point for her that might not necessarily be the most important thing for her. Because a lot of people say, you know, oh, I wish I could speak with the perfect accents. And that might not really be the most important thing. But still, it, it gets it out there. It puts it on the table. The second question is, if you could wave a magic wand, what would you fix about your English right now? And tell them to be very specific. Okay, so if you could wave a magic wand, what would you fix about your English right now? So there you've got the the thing that frustrates them and the thing they most want to fix. And that will be your starting point, Isabel, for what you can actually do to, to help her. And again, the answers might be surprising because often I think people have do have slightly... Um, un, not, not not necessarily unrealistic, but they the, again that internal narrative is might be very different from how you perceive her strengths and weaknesses in English. So what I'm going to give you now are three kind of very generally helpful things you can do when you're spending time with her. And again, without knowing the specific situation, it is difficult. But these are things that kind of work well for everybody, whether whether they're just starting out or whether they're more experienced. The first thing and the main thing, I think, is to start by discussing, have discussions. OK, I, I wouldn't approach this in terms of you being a teacher and thinking that you have to teach your friend. This this doesn't I mean, it's the most common way of thinking, you know, OK, I have to help my friend, which means I have to teach her. Well, no, I think you have to start by having normal discussions with her just like you normally would the only difference is this time you're going to be paying attention specifically to her english and you're going to be making notes so ha talk chat with her like just like you normally would but just start making notes of things that she says maybe aspects of her english that don't sound quite right okay whatever they may be they may be straight out mistakes they may be things that are just a little bit unusual or not quite natural again it depends on her level but keep talking to her, don't interrupt her, keep the conversation going, and just keep making notes. You might want to write down mistakes, things that come to your mind. You could keep this up for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, doesn't really matter. But once you've done that, and once you've, once you've got, a, you know, maybe a page or two full of notes, and you'll probably find that those pages fill up quite quickly once you're tuned in, then what you need to do is go back over that and look for patterns. And... Again, the more trained of an eye you have, the easier this becomes. I mean, as, if you haven't taught before, this might be, you might find this difficult. But ideally what should happen is you should, you should look over these notes that you've made and you should start to see 
patterns coming out. This might be, you know, things that she's not pronouncing correctly, uh, grammar mistakes that she's making, maybe the same word that she's using over and over again that's not quite appropriate. Whatever it may be, your job is to look over the notes that you've made about her English and to identify the patterns. And once you've done that, then on a very basic level, you can just go and fix those problems, point those out to her, make her aware of those of those different things. Okay, so that's the first step, starting with discussion rather than with teaching. The next thing you can do, and I don't, you know, different people might, she might be comfortable with this, she might not be, but I would actually record that discussion and then listen back to it together. Okay, so when you first start chatting, and again, as you're making notes, you know, just take out your phone, hit, you know, find the voice recorder app and just literally record what's going on. Then you can play it back to her, listen back to it together. And you can ask her to ask you questions. So she put her in control. She can stop and start the recording as as you're listening back to it, and ask her to ask you questions. You know, it could be you know, is this oh this word I said here is that right? Or how's my grammar? Or how's my act? She'll probably have all these different questions, but put her in control, and get her to ask you questions about what she has been saying. Because when you listen back to yourself speaking another language. All kinds of things come up. It can be quite uncomfortable, but usually that discomfort can be the beginning of a good change because it kind of takes you out of your comfort zone a little bit. The third thing is to find out from her exactly what she needs to be doing. Now, this depends on obviously her situation, how old she is, what she does, and all these. But often, especially if you're a student or you're you're, you're working, you have very specific needs. This might be, for example, if she's a student, she might need to、uh, be able to listen to lectures and take accurate notes. Maybe she struggles with that. Maybe you know she uses Chinese for that, and she should be using English. Maybe what she really needs to do is、uh, is read a read a load of books, and she finds it difficult to understand what's in the books. Maybe she's doing a course, and she needs to give presentations or speeches in English. Whatever it may be. Try to find out exactly what it is that she is struggling most with at the moment in her English, and then that gives you a starting point for maybe role playing these things. So let's imagine that she has to give lots of presentations in her in her, in, her, in her university degree. Well, then work on a presentation together. Help her with it from scratch. Get her to 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 write out the the stuff that she's going to say. Maybe prepare the notes. Then get her to give the presentation. Give her feedback. If she needs to read a lot of books, well. Get her to bring along the book that she's reading at the moment and struggling with, and allow her to ask you questions. Essentially, Isabel, the the main benefit that you can be to your friend is a feedback device. All right, whatever questions that she's got, or, or whatever it is that you notice about her English, the main value that you can give her is to give her feedback on what it is that she is doing or what it is that she wants to do. So I hope that makes sense. There's lots more ideas like this in that article that I mentioned earlier,、uh, which again you can find at the show notes.、Uh, I will teach you a language. dot com forward slash episode twenty two. It's slightly more geared towards、uh, language teachers that article, but nevertheless, you you will probably find some some useful things in there. I hope that answers your question. I hope it helps. If you'd like to answer to answer, no. If you'd like to ask me, well, maybe you could answer a question. If you like. Tell you what, if you'd like to answer a question, why don't you let me know? Go <laughs> send me an email, Ollie at iwillteachyourlanguage dot com, and maybe I'll get you on as a guest answerer. 
But what I wanted to say was, uh, if you'd like to ask a question, then by all means, please do. I'm always looking for questions. The show doesn't exist without your questions. So simply head over to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash ask. And there's a cool little widget there that you can use to send me a voicemail question. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to recommend a resource on the topic of the show. And since Isabel is in London, I thought I'd mention these workshops that we're doing in July. So if you're listening to this in August or in 2016 onwards, sorry about this, but if, assuming you're listening to this in June 2015, well, next month in July, we're coming to London and we're going to be delivering some language learning workshops. I'm really, really excited about this. There's going to be three of us coming to do it. Myself, Richard Simcott and Alex Rawlings, who have both been guests on the podcast before. Between us, we speak over 50 languages, I think. And um, we are coming to London for two days and we're going to be running well, one day workshops geared around you. So whatever stage you're at in, in your language learning, whether you're just picking up a new language, whether you're, you know, you've been learning for a while and you're looking for better ways to study, better techniques. And you'd like to learn from a bunch of people who have learned a lot of languages before and know all about the language learning process and how to help how to help people with that, then please come along to these workshops. It's going to be very kind of personal, interactive, hands on live event with us and we'd love to see you there for more information you can head over to polyglotworkshops.com forward slash london that's polyglotworkshops.com forward slash london and i'll put a link to these in the show notes as well which are all at i will teach you language.com forward slash episode 22 and you can find more information about that uh, tickets will go very very quickly for this i think because it's a very small event but if you go to the website and you can see the, the the order button, then there should still at least be one ticket left and you should be able to come and join us. So thanks for listening. Thank you, Isabel, for your question. And I'll see you in the next episode of the I Will Teach You a Language podcast.